0: Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm host Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. All week, we're celebrating Frankenstein, the iconic story first published just over 200 years ago, and still going strong. It's been a staple of pop culture, really, almost since its inception. You know, it's been around doing its thing, and uh, movies are, are no different. There have been dozens and dozens of films featuring the modern Prometheus and, you know, really outside of, like, Santa Claus, Dracula, and Abraham Lincoln, Frankenstein is one of the most portrayed characters on the big screen, and going all the way back to 1910. So, I thought we'd look at a few of the more iconic films and a few of my favorites, throughout the years uh, starting with that 1910 film Frankenstein so this made by Edison Studios so Thomas Anderson Edison had it up uh, it's available on YouTube I may try and post the the video it's only 12 minutes long and it from the get-go it says it's a very liberal adaptation and it, not so much uh, that they take li- the liberties they take is condensing it down to 12 minutes you know like hey Made the monster, monster's mad, into the movie. And that that's what they did. But it's actually really good. Of course, you know, I'm a big silent film thing. Uh, I, I think silent films are the purest form of film. But that's a discussion for another time. This movie, the monster, the makeup and stuff is actually really cool. And I, I wish it would have caught on. Uh, but it's not the Frankenstein makeup that we see most of the time it also has a little bit of a comedic element like the monster jacks with the doctor you know he'll show up and scare him and then hide behind the curtain when other people come in the room and doctors like but then the doctor has to hide that he created this abomination so in a way it's a weird kind of buddy comedy uh it's it's a fascinating movie you know it's 110 years old And it is just really, really great. Um, If you're a fan of silent movies or of Frankenstein, you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. It, It's really cool because by 1910 standard, it probably was pretty scary. Uh, And I don't know, I I think people would, uh, would enjoy it. But the most iconic representation of Frankenstein came about 20 years later in the 1931 Universal Films movie Frankenstein. This is where we get the iconic, you know, square head, bolts and neck Frankenstein that has been pretty much synonymous with the monster since then. It's just, every time you see him, it, he, he's like that. Um, other things that this movie brought in were like Fritz the Hunchback assistant who was not in the the original story and Fritz becomes Igor later on because this you want to talk about a franchise this thing went crazy you had the Bride of Frankenstein then you had Son of Frankenstein then Ghost of Frankenstein interesting thing though in Son of Frankenstein this is the last time that Boris Karloff who portrayed the monster uh... would play Frankenstein and you had the great Bela Lugosi come in as Igor then in Ghost of Frankenstein Lon Chaney Jr. comes in as the monster and Bela Lugosi's back is Igor, Igor. Uh, the fifth movie, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, Bela Lugosi comes back but this time um you have Lon Chaney Jr. as the Wolfman. And it's just, just strange. Uh, House of Frankenstein, Karloff comes in as the doctor, not as the monster, which is interesting. Uh, House of Dracula, which 1945, follow up here, everybody comes back. It, it's just crazy. And then 1948, you have Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. So that's, you know, that shows you. How much life they got out of this and again in this film you get Bela Lugosi as Count Dracula, Glenn Strange as the monster and Lon Chaney as the Wolfman. Something though that they did in this series in this franchise is as the movies went on the monster got like dumber and dumber and really just kind of became a tool for whoever needed him uh, and whether it be Abbott Costello or Dracula or whoever he wasn't the main person. Um, you also had Karloff show up in Frankenstein 1970 as a scientist, but that's that's not part of this. That that look, though, that Frankenstein look with the big brow and the shadow casting down, that's become so iconic. I mean, we even have a painting of it uh, hanging up in our house that, that we had commissioned, and it's, it's really cool. The movie was met with lots of controversy, you know, you had Victor Frankenstein calling himself God which in 1931 was a no-go you had the monster throwing the girl and accidentally drowning her in the lake which was a no-go so this film was actually heavily edited in 1934 but luckily a lot of the stuff has been recovered and it's still a full full film uh, thankfully you know that's what when they edit these things they just they would just throw the films away and that that's sad next up, my favorite adaptation is Young Frankenstein from 1974, the Mel Brooks film. This movie is hilarious. I mean, you got Gene Wilder, Peter Boyle, Marty Feldman, Cloris Leachman, Terry Garr, Madeline Kahn, um, Kenneth Mars, Gene Hackman, all these people. So it's such an amazing, amazing film. I even actually have a tattoo. I'm rolling up my sleeve as though you could see, but on my wrist... I have a jar with a brain in it and it says do not use this brain abnormal because that's kind of the the thing is Igor gets an Abby Abby something or another Abby normal brain and it just messes with the monster but that's where your comedy comes in and Gene Wilder reluctantly accepting the uh, legacy his family's legacy and creating this monster, Igor just being a interesting sidekick, um, comedic sidekick, very very much. So, I mean, so many great moments in this film, from putting on the ritz to the abnormal brain to the rolling the hay werewolf. So so many things, and it actually references you know brighter frankenstein and the 31 frankenstein and and does a lot to acknowledge it but in a way that you know it honors and homages but it's still its own thing and it's uh, it's so important i mean it's been selected for the national film preservation board it's part of the library of congress national film registry it is amazing and even Mel Brooks says that it's his, his finest movie. Not his funniest, but his his finest. And I think everybody kind of agrees with that. Because it's... Uh, I mean... Walk this way. You know, there's a scene in the opening where he's like, Oh, walk this way. And that's... Aerosmith was like, Hey, that's a good phrase. We're going to use that. That's literally where they got Walk This Way, the song from, was from this movie. So... So, so many things. I mean, Academy Award, Golden Globe, Hugo, Saturn, all these things. Love, love, love this film. And I feel like it's kind of overlooked and underrated. Most people think Mel Brooks, and they now they do the producers in Blazing Saddles, and that's it. The last film I want to talk about today is one we hit on a little bit yesterday. And that's the 1994 film Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. This is directed and starring Kenneth Branagh. Um, funny thing, the screenplay is actually from Frank Darabon, who most of you are probably like, hmm, I know that name. Yeah, he's did the first season of The Walking Dead. He did Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile. Uh, guy knows his stuff. And this, again, is a movie I feel like people slept on because you know, Helen Baum Carter, John Cleese, Aiden Quinn, um, all the people we, we mentioned, you get to see kind of a darker, more brooding Frankenstein. And you get to see the human aspects of the creature a lot more. And kind of the struggle that Victor went through and what he did. There's some people who say that it's like the most faithful adaptation in all these years. But there's still some differences and... Uh, things that they they changed but it's still a wonderful wonderfully dark movie if you're a fan of kenneth Branagh, if you're a fan of uh tim burton even there's definitely some kind of tim burton vibes here it shows you like i said not only the characters we mentioned but all the sides all the story and if you're not going to read the book this is the movie to watch now, there's also other ones. You know, there's the Aaron Eckhart I Frankenstein. Um, there's Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is more or less Frankenstein. The creator of Rocky Horror Picture Show actually made a movie called Rock and Roll Frankenstein, but the less said about that one, the, the better, for sure. And then Frankenweenie, uh, Scooby Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. You know, so so many things. Frankenstein versus the Mummy. Which, eh, it was okay. Um, And then, Kevin James and all your Hotel Transylvanias. But again, that look, he's rocking that 1931 Frankenstein look. And, I don't know, that's why it's super iconic. Let me know what's your favorite Frankenstein movie. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, whatever. Just look for The Night Nerd. Make sure you check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Night Nerd. That's going to get you all sorts of exclusive shows, everything like that, for a couple bucks a month. Really great, really awesome. Uh, Please check it out if you you can. Make sure you also check us out on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. We do watch-alongs, video games, all sorts of stuff. Uh, If you have questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. By the way, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.